welcome to today's episode of the Outlook by Brooke. It has been a few days since I got to talk to you guys. I um, was trying to get a podcast out yesterday, but there were some things that happened at home that just kind of prevented me from being able to do that. But I did want to let you guys know that I launched a an Instagram page where I can, in the future, just drop little nuggets of truth or um, even go live or leave you guys some links to different things. <clears throat> so, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it is the.outlook.by.brook. Because, of course, nothing on the internet can just be simple anymore. So, it's the Outlook by Brook with a period in between each word. Um, now we're going to like move forward and focus on the news of what's actually happening in our world. So I wanted to start off by saying that the U.S. Capitol, I think it was, or the House of Reps, they had their flag flying upside down on the Capitol Wednesday morning. Which, obviously, is a signal to us that something is wrong. And it's quite obvious that something is wrong and that we're under some sort of emergency just by looking at the state of how our government is right now, how our country is. We're literally running into the ground. So, no surprises there. I'm just surprised that they had the guts to even fly the flag upside down. Um... Along with that, I wanted to tell you guys that Tom Brady says that he's retiring for good. Now, I'm not one that's usually quick to judge. However, he's been in the NFL for how long? There is a possibility that he is someone who has seen or done some things he shouldn't have seen or done and has to partake in tribunals, whether it be him on the stand in trouble, or him um, testifying, whatever. I could just see that being the actual reason behind him having his announcement that he is retiring, quote-unquote, for good. Now, the UK is now using their, their media, their mainstream media, and Boris Johnson to freak out the public talking about a potential um, nuclear weapons being used by Putin and how that could affect their country. Meanwhile, where we live, or where I live in the U.S., they're freaking out over a damn balloon. They said that they had one flying over the U.S., they had two flying over Latin America, and people are just losing their minds. Like, I went to work in the salon this week, And you have no idea how many people have asked me, did you see that balloon thing? That Chinese balloon? Well, yeah, I saw it. Of course I saw it. It's like my job to see it, right? And I think that it's a good eye-opener for those that are more sheep-like because they can't run from the fact that something is going on. However, I do think that the good guys are in control. And this is... um, a good way to kind of wake some of them up that there's more going on in the world that is now going to affect them even more personally, you know? 
the Q drops do talk about a sky event. I don't know that necessarily a balloon counts as a sky event, but we will see where this goes from here. Right? Uh, Dr. Phil, he's ending his television show, his career, kind of like Tom Brady. After 21 years, he is calling it quits. And, you know, he likes to hang out with a lot of pedo elites, so I wouldn't be surprised if he was in trouble as well. Hmm. On to the next, you guys. The Brunson Adams case that we have freaked out over in October, waited patiently for January 6th, is now being, you know, they submitted a petition for them for the Supreme Court to actually look at the case. And the Supreme Court has accepted this petition and they agreed to look at this case, which I was fully expecting them to. I think that the first go round was just to get our attention, get people informed, get people frustrated. But they have our attention now. And there are letters still being sent out to the Supreme Court and to the Brunson brothers. But here's where it gets hilariously fun for me. The day that they have this conference on is February 17th, okay? So, 17 is, the 17th letter in the alphabet is Q. And, you know, Q has led us to believe that we are going to win this thing. We are going through devolution, the um, law of war manual and all that good stuff. So I'm believing we're going to have success on February the 17th with the Brunson case in that court. And mind you, it's also a Friday. How many times have we went over the um, Q drop that talks about Look to Twitter. POTUS will be sending a message on Friday and all these different Q drops. Fridays are very important. So could some of those Q drops end up having their significance finally brought into fruition on February 17th? It's possible. I would love nothing more than to see the illegitimate regime, not only Biden's, but those that hold local office, those that hold state office, all of them, I would love to see them removed if they are illegitimate, if they cross our constitution. They do not need to be serving, you know, our people. So we're going to keep an eye on that, but I'm counting down and I actually have high hopes this time. There was 85,000 people without power. Mass flights canceled in Texas. Um, it says that it was happening near Austin due to an ice storm. However, I think that there was more to it. I think maybe the power was shut down so that they could make some quiet arrests or even to switch over to Starlink. So that one kind of made me kind of excited. Now, I don't know if you guys remembered or if you guys watched a lot of the Trump rallies. I watched most of them. Um, I watched them through Right Side Broadcasting Network. And there was um, J.D. Vance, and Trump really was um, behind him, you know, encouraging people to vote for him, that he had Donald Trump support. 
Well, he is a U.S. senator now. And he is the senator for Ohio. He is now urging the U.S. to actually look into where is this $120 billion that we gave Ukraine? Where is it? What was it spent on? And why are we sending more? He wants an actual um, itemized list of sorts. And that's good. Accountability is good. But what blows my mind is that we've given them $120 billion. It only costs $5 billion to fund our wall. But yet, he had three weeks left and he just blew that out of the water. Biden said, no, we're not having a wall. Let the drugs come in. Let the murderers come in. No country is going to send their best of the best through this, you know, crack or breach in our border wall. They're not sending their brightest, their doctors, their lawyers. No, they're going to send their criminals that they don't want corrupting their own countries. They're going to say, yeah, go ahead, go forward. On another note, AOC is now saying that removing Ilian Omar from Foreign Affairs Committee over her remarks is racism and incitement of violence against women of color. However, if someone says racist remarks and then the House Republicans decide to pass a a resolution to remove someone from the committee of House Foreign Affairs kind of seems like absolute perfect sense. If you're going to be on a committee, it should be something that you can honestly serve the American people the best way you know possible, not you know, being on a committee where you have some sort of preconceived notion or spitefulness against another country and decide that you're going to put your hands in it and mess it all up. They obviously have a deep state agenda and she is being removed. And I think personally that that is quite hilarious. Um, what's not so hilarious is that they have all these um, protests for um, however you want to pronounce it Tyron Nichols I don't know I don't think I can pronounce his name it's not even spelled kind of normal Tyree Nichols maybe I don't know but they're saying that you know there was brutality and deadly beating by police officers well first of all if protesters weren't being violent then Cops would not have a job to do. They could literally just watch what's going on. And I think that it's about time that our country takes back against people terrorizing. If you want to hold a sign, sit, stand, you know, voice your opinion very politely, that's peaceful protesting. But, you know, we've seen so much with Black Lives Matters and Antifa, all these George Foros. George Soros funded um, terrorist groups and as a U.S. population I can probably speak for most of us when I say that we are absolutely tired of it. Our cities are being basically destroyed. Businesses are being destroyed. Homes are being destroyed. Vehicles are being destroyed. Sometimes lives are being lost. And over what? Because some guy said he'd send you a paycheck if you raided out in the streets and destroyed stuff? Where is your moral and your character? And 
last but not least, the U.S., they're saying that, well, the Pentagon is saying that there is a certain sort of surveillance attached to these balloons, which I know we did cover the balloons, but the Pentagon is saying, you know, it's the Chinese, there's surveillance on them, now they're in Latin America, and what I think about whenever I think about this scenario, okay, Chinese balloons sending them to two very specific um, areas of our earth, okay, we look at the DEFCON monitoring system. I look at it often and I see who's in DEFCON 1 or 2 or 3 or 4. And the way that it's quite literally labeled is like the Middle East has a tab. Um, the, well, Asia has a tab. Africa has a tab. Europe, U.S., Latin America, cyber, space, special ops, stuff like that. For the longest time, and by the way, it's it's five to one. So five being there's no threat at all. One being nuclear attack is pretty much upon us. Europe has been in DEFCON 2. The Middle East has been in DEFCON 2. Africa has been in DEFCON 2. Asia has been in DEFCON 2. And the only two regions that have been in DEFCON 3 was the U.S. and Latin America. So when I see the, the Pentagon release this, that Latin America had some Chinese surveillance balloons and the U.S. has some Chinese, you know, surveillance balloons, I went, I went onto the DEF CON website because I knew at some point, somehow, some way, U.S. and Latin America would have to join the rest into DEF CON 2 for us to have a nuclear scare event worldwide, DEF CON 1 type situation, which is mentioned in the Q drops. Well, guess what? I go to the DEFCON website and I'm double checking Africa, Middle East, Europe, Asia, making sure they're still in DEFCON too. And I said, okay, well, hmm, since the Pentagon says that we have these balloons, let me check US and Latin America, see if they've changed. And indeed, the USA and Latin America tab have been moved into DEFCON 2 officially. I personally think that people who think like me, people that research like me, would have had this first instinct to check the DEFCON um, systems. And just proves that, you know, they were wanting us to look for something. They were wanting us to understand that we're not going to be the only countries that aren't going to go through this. We're going to go through this with everything. So quite literally right now, the whole entire world is in DEFCON 2. If we aren't getting close to the end event, to change, to um, the removal of the illegitimate regime, then I don't know where we're headed, guys. It seems like we're inching closer. We're at the precipice, but us moving into DEFCON 2 was a large step forward into where we already knew that we were going. I'm kind of excited. I'm ready to see how the rest of the movie plays out. I want to watch. I want to hear. I want to watch people that have been ignorant for so long wake up and understand 
us that have been thinking and praying and wondering and seeking and researching for so long, we're validated. As always, you guys can follow me on Truth Social at Brooke Petrie. And now you can also follow me on Instagram.